0: On the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here at the Anchor desk. Rob Center is in place on the other side of the glass, fabulously producing. <laughs> that is his uh, shtick, so uh, we definitely appreciate that, his help and hard work all the time. Uh, in the studio with us now, we're glad to say that Erica Shames is back, and usually I would be talking to her about uh, the next issue that's coming out, which we are going to mention, when the winter issue hits the newsstands tomorrow, and uh, then we even talk about, well, what can we look forward to in the spring issue but uh, (laughs) hey no spring issue i got the strangest (laughs) greeting card thanking me for my support over the years uh saying that i accomplished all i set out to do and more than i imagined erica shames Closer to the mic, uh, please. Good morning. Thank Good you for coming morning.
1: in. Thank you for inviting me.
0: I really do appreciate that. You're retiring from Susquehanna Life Magazine. The winter issue that's about to emerge will be the last one I publish. Yes. I just about fell over when I read
1: that. <laughs> you and me well, both. Well, tell us about
0: I mean, this has been a, a nearly 30-year quest mm-hmm. for you.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I look back over the trajectory of events and sort of evolution, I guess, and it probably started when my husband retired early from Bucknell. He, you know, was teaching remotely, felt kind of estranged from the university, and he made the decision to retire, which, of course, got me thinking, you know, what what do I want the rest of my life to look like? And, of course, I want to do a lot of traveling and, you know, my life has been ruled by deadlines, as you said, for almost 30 years, and, uh, You know, I just started thinking, uh, what would it look like if I just um, retired from Susquehanna Life, took some time off and, you know, do some traveling and maybe focus on what I really love doing, which is telling the stories, you know, writing. And nothing has brought me more joy than the people that I've met, the communities I've gotten to know the history of this area and just everything, again, that I've said it so many times, you've heard it over and over again, all the factors that contribute to a really high quality of life here in a unique part of the country. And that just brings me a lot of joy. So, you know, hoping to find other forums in which I can do that. Um, But you
0: have a book in you.
1: You know, maybe. (laughs) I'd love to tell the story of, you know, how Susquehanna Life magazine came to be. I'm not certain that it could sustain a whole book, but maybe it could. I don't know. A few different ideas along those uh, lines.
0: Maybe include some interviews with some folks along the way. Okay, so you're retiring. Winter issue comes out. That's going to be the last one. Uh, we've noticed y- your true love is writing. All the rest of that stuff is making a magazine happen, which you says can be a, a, a really a daunting all-encompassing day-long efforts.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the mastheads of most magazines, you'll see lots of names. You know, there'll be a name for every category, whether it's ad sales or editor or marketing director or accounting, you know, and I wore a lot of hats and it's been a great learning experience. I mean, I learned how to do things that I never thought I could or should or would. <laughs> but um, it, it's, been a great, it's been a great ride, as they say. And, um, you know, I, I've just so enjoyed bringing stories to everyone. But as we discussed, there's a lot that goes along with, you know, having that... Um, that privilege.
0: Well, and I think you talk about uh, the magazine has always raised up and talked about the great things in the central Susquehanna Valley. Well, the magazine has been one of the great things in mm-hmm. the central Susquehanna Valley, you know, talking about the people, your focus on the environment and the outdoors and the great restaurants yeah. and and uh, telling people, hey, it's okay to drive 60 miles to have some fun. It <laughs> yes, won't kill you. exactly. You know, down into the York region and, the, and that exactly. kind of thing. So no sale of Susquehanna Life to another entity at this time?
1: No, I feel that the magazine is such an extension of myself that to allow somebody else to take it over would would be kind of frightening for me to see what direction might be taken, you know, cost cutting measures or you know, it's always been important to me that advertising and editorial are like church and state. We don't sell articles. you know. Articles are in the magazine because they've passed editorial muster in terms of their interest level or, or what they can teach or, or what they can do to entertain. And a lot of publications don't operate like that anymore. They sell articles, which to me is an anathema. It's like, you know, I, I could never do that. I could never do that in a million years. So, better to just let the magazine rest on its laurels and uh, and yeah, it, ma- it makes you know you you brought up how much the magazine has been part of the landscape, and that's the part that makes me really sad. And if I let myself, I could probably start crying, but. You know, I was talking to a a neighbor and friend of mine who op- who also happens to be a subscriber. And when she heard that Tony had retired, she said, "Well, what's, you know, what about Your you?" Your husband, Tony. Yeah, my husband, Tony. Sorry. And I said, "Well, I don't know, you know, blah blah blah." <laughs> and she said, "Well, you know, Erica," she said, "you've had a good run. Everything has its time. And if when you, I really want you, Mark, to read my from where I sit in winter." because I talk about that. I talk about how much impact and how freeing that was for her to say that because it's true. And then, of course, I reference to the Pete Seeger song Turn, Turn, Turn. Everything has its season. Everything has its time. And maybe it's okay that the time for Susquehanna life has come. I don't want to say gone. I mean, it could go on forever, ostensibly, but you know, at least for me, at least for my life, maybe it's time to move on to something else.
0: Well, it's time for somebody to write an article about you somewhere (laughs) and and raise up Well, this wonderful career that you've done, this mentoring for uh, people who are writers and for women and girls and for people who are entrepreneurs. I mean, honestly, your business issues that were, you know, very noteworthy in the business community. You've been on WVIA talking about the... uh, uh, you know, the things that, uh, the, you know, part of this fabric, and you've been an interviewer on wpia <laughs> you know, asking the questions. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I've enjoyed every moment of every chance I had to do something even outside of Susquehanna life, um, mentoring. You remember the Women's Professional Partnership. We wanted to create a mentoring community and we wanted that to spread throughout the area. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there that, that need somebody to take them by the hand and really help, you know, show them not the way, but a way forward. And that was really important to Liz Furia and I, and so we started the Women's Professional Partnership. But yeah, telling the stories on WVIA was just an extension of of what I did in the magazine and so gratifying. So you know it's just been a rich rich career it's been so gratifying so satisfying the people I've met I've just filled filled me filled my heart and filled me up
0: well and you're now quintessentially qualified <laughs> to do what <laughs> to, to write yeah. you know with great character and fiber and uh, to teach And mentor?
1: I taught a uh, a a class at Susquehanna University. I was their first professional in residence. I taught one on magazine publishing. I could potentially do that as well. Did you like that? I liked sharing my knowledge. I really did. I feel like I've learned so much along the way. It's been almost the equivalent of a, a PhD in publishing um, because it's been so grassroots. I mean, when I was figuring out how do you start a magazine, I went to the library. This was 1992. I went to the library and found a book called "Everything: The Magazine, Everything You Need to Know to Make It in the Publishing Industry. And it was written by, I don't know if I ever told you this, it was written by my first boss out of college, Len Mogul, who was one of the founding partners of National Lampoon Magazine. And talk about your life coming full circle. Here I was learning how to start a magazine from the man who was my first boss. So it's just been... (sighs) It's just been an interesting journey.
0: Well, he handed off his magazine to someone (laughs) else. (laughs) It's still out there. I'm assuming he's not necessarily in the corner office anymore. Uh So um, you're quintessentially qualified for a lot of things. And I I have to think that... there have been some times when you're wondering like, w- why am I in this? You know you're doing all this work is paddling uphill. I, I mean I'll just repeat it. you said before sometimes the magazine is a break even operation and sometimes it's definitely way in the black and you know and it, you know so it's a money maker, but other times it isn't. Yeah. So uh, there were times when you were working for nothing.
1: Yeah. Hey, when I first started the first, I would say six or seven years, I was working for nothing. And fortunately I have a very supportive husband and and that was okay. He wasn't, you know, when we first started Bucknell, he wasn't making much money and we were starting to have kids and yeah, it was, it was rough. And there were many times I wanted to give up. And I remember, uh, you know, I used to complain to my husband, Oh, this happened today or that happened today. And he said, Erica, Either quit complaining, or stop what you're doing. (laughs) So it was—it was. There were a lot of times I wanted to give up. There is no doubt. And almost, the magazine kind of had taken hold of me. I had created this thing, and there was no way that I was going to give up until I give uh, until I had made it successful. That was really my goal.
0: And it is really successful today. And you've turned it into a, uh, well, I mean, (laughs) the dentist's office will never be the same, (laughs) I'll tell you that. I mean, our newsroom will never be the same. I've always enjoyed our interviews. Um, How about an open mic? Anything else you want to add? Anything you wish to tell our region?
1: Um, Just a big thank you to all the businesses and organizations that have supported us with their advertising dollars. I mean, obviously, we couldn't exist without them all the people that read the magazine, that purchased it, that subscribed to it, um, everyone that I worked with. You know, we had a lot of freelancers and a lot of independent contractors. I didn't... Uh, It got to the point where I didn't have employees. That was, you know, the working arrangement I had with people. But, you know, the people that I worked with were fantastic. My graphic designer, Simone, um, Victor Coons, who started out with me, uh, Corellis and Tim, Connie Tim, Ruta Corellis, they were the very first um, graphic designers. I mean, I could go on and on, the the list of people that and 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 before we end, I do want to thank you, Mark. and I want to thank Sunbury Broadcasting for giving myself and so many other people an open forum for you know communicating ideas and and having discussions and and just really um, you know being a part of the community in ways that so many radio stations are not
0: well, so I'll that see, that's this
1: important to me, and I know a lot of other people.
0: I'll say the same thing in response that that you have said during some of your long hour days. Well, it beats working <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> And sometimes it's work. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for all you've done. You've certainly m- just made a, just a tremendous impact on the region, making sure that uh, people know about things around here and know about the people. And it's always, you know, every y- you can talk about the petroglyphs, but you talk about the people down there that uh, will show you the petroglyphs, not yeah. just uh, go to see them in the Susquehanna River. And I think that's always been a, a big part of it. And you're just you're laser focus on the environment and making sure that people just Appreciate it not advocating for preservation so much as making sure that people, hey, once you're in a kayak one time from uh, Muncie to Milton, yeah. you'll never go back. Know. You know, you're, you're, you're know. hooked.
1: It's like 200 years ago, you know. <laughs>
0: well, everything true.
1: looks the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's exactly right. Thank you so much. Do Thank stay you. in touch, I and sure and as you do more, uh, say more and uh, stay in touch. Erica Shames, uh, president and publisher of uh, Susquehanna Life magazine. Thank you again for coming in. Thank you,
1: in. Mark. Thank you.